back in batch i've hit the snacks i don't know i'm um now that we've alienated everyone who might listen to this by my bastardization of ACDC. All, all 28 of our fans. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there, guys. It was a long break. How's your new decade going? I'm tired already. Yeah, I'm ready for 2021 already. Jeez. But we are. We're excited. We're amped up. We got our pilot's wings on. We got our complimentary uh, drink coupons. We have our um, our safety demonstration cards, and we um, have our tray tables in the upright and lock position. We're for, also waiting five minutes for someone to pour that one Diet Coke for us. You know, um, so my my toast for this uh, this season is cheers to Delta Airlines because I've taken a few flights since the announcement of dear Peter Weber as our new bachelor. And uh, every time I've really hoped that he was the pilot, and he wasn't. But um, here's to keeping that hope alive, Delta Airlines. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that, a Bachelor franchise podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to exploring the big stories and questions that only a cultural touchstone like The Bachelor can inspire. I'm Stephanie Jackson. And I'm Josh Jackson. Grab a drink and a bingo card and join us on Cheers to That. revving up for um, the grand premiere that's going to be kicking off this Monday. Um, frankly, I've been so caught up with my own kind of life junk over the last, you know, three or four months that I'm just now getting back into it. And there are a, a lot of leaks, a lot of rumors, a lot of, I mean, even ABC is involved in dropping rumors and leaks on their own website. So I've been trying to keep my head in the sand and just enjoy the show as it comes. Yeah, pro tip on that, if you don't really want to pay attention to um, any spoilers, get yourself a toddler. Um, I'm really not able to have the, uh, the the mental bandwidth to pay attention to anything going on in the uh, broader pop culture because I'm mostly watching um, videos of nursery rhyme um, songs over and over again whenever I'm home. So, you know, I'm just saying it helps. It's, it's, it's a strategy among many. Um, the only thing I know is that uh, that Hannah Based is going to be involved, but they really went out of their way to make sure we all knew that. So I don't think that was a big secret. I mean, there's stuff about I, I think there's stuff about online about how they already know who the final three are. It's just I, what's the fun in that? I like I like the it's, guesswork. It's reality, Steve. Man, I don't know who he knows, but he is uh, he is connected, and uh, yeah, the man is the man is never wrong. He is the underground mob boss of reality TV. It's amazing. It's it's startling what uh, what he can predict. So really, this is just kind of a, a precursor episode, getting us back into the swing of things. Um, I'm, I'm excited. We I'm, missed you guys. <laughs> I'm still not psyched that it wasn't Mike this time around. I'm still not super excited about Peter, but I'll get over it eventually. Um, I've been looking at the crop of contestants that we have uh, this time around, trying to guess who I think the villains will be who I think the winners will be, who I think is going to go home the first night just based on the on the bios. Uh, it looks like a pretty – I mean, one thing's for sure, everyone's 23. I mean, is Peter young? I don't think so. I want to say he's like early 30s. So like, look, I'm going to look it up. Guys, go on, on, on like any of these websites that are listing the contestants for Monday. 
half of them are like 22 or 23 this is really creepy and weird uh, and they're also really really small uh, not the most diverse group this time around I guess it doesn't matter if Hannah's gonna show up anyway but uh, yeah it's been um, I don't know I'm really curious who, who do you think just out of what you saw who do you think might stand H- out Hannah's bio would say star of Dancing with the Stars Peter is 28, by the way. I just looked it up. So that's not that bad. That's a five-year difference. I can live with that. I'm much more comfortable with that than I was with, like, Ari Leyendike getting right. a bunch of 23-year-olds. That was that was very, like, you know, robbing the sorority of him. But just, just as a devil's advocate thing here, I mean, I feel, and I can't speak for women, but for men especially, I feel like there's, there's a big mental shift in what you want out of life post-25 than pre-25. Absolutely. Like at 23, I can't imagine most girls, most girls with with the the waistline that these women have, they're like, you know, paper thin, uh, wanting to settle down and have kids. I think it's all about. Yeah, well, and I think, and it's, I think if you asked them, they would say, absolutely, I want to, I want a family, I want a husband, I want to have kids, I want to, you know, have a house and, and, you know, just, be be the wifey type to borrow the lingo from the show um, or from the commentary on the show but it before a certain point it's all very abstract and so you get these these young women who are like you said maybe maybe the over under is 25 I think that's probably fair Um, maybe 26 or 27 and they they're all about it they're very enthusiastic but it is all kind of in the distance it's like who knows where life will take me maybe I'll go you know, travel with Dean around in a van and see all the national parks first. I mean, there's there's much more wanderlust. There's much more kind of open-endedness to the possibilities of life. And they're like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, eventually, of course. But but it's not really a, a, a real consideration in, until you're maybe 27, 28. And then you start going, okay, but like maybe I actually need to have a plan. Mm-hmm. So so that's where you see these, these women who are 29, 30, 31 who are going, Okay, yeah, like I, I really do want to get married, and and two or three years tops, I would like to have a have a child. So it becomes much more concrete. I would say that's probably the biggest difference. It's not that they don't want to; it's that it, it becomes more, more, uh, more, more within reach, more tangible. I don't know. It's just the cynic in me kind of pops out when I look at this cast and I see like a bunch of twenty-two to twenty-three year olds, you know, trying to settle down and get married via a reality tv show i feel like the the instagram influencer thing is kind of way out in full force i don't know i, I just get a little cynical i want peter to do well i hope he has a good crop of contestants to choose from i'm hoping it's a little more dynamic this time around uh i'm guessing it's not they all look pretty similar to me uh, i don't know anyone pop out to you do you think might be uh, a good villain or what do you think yeah so this woman Avonlea looks like she might be a good villain she has a very like melrose place sort of headshot on here um although i i must say my the the heartstrings are are being tugged a little bit because avonlea is the setting for um anne of green gables on prince edward island the uh classic canadian coming-of-age story of uh anne shirley by lm montgomery so um you know real real staple of my my childhood so uh you know, it's it's hard to believe that anybody named after that idyllic place would be um, evil, but she kind of looks it. We can pass around the raspberry cordials at the uh, next event. Yeah, that could be our uh, our cocktail for Avonlea. But yeah, she looks a little evil. 
That could just be your face, though. I don't know. You're a facist. Oh, yes. And this one, too. This is actually who I was thinking. Um, Courtney, the cosmetologist from Florida, also with a very Melrose Place 90s 90210 kind of look, kind of a soap star uh, look about her, a, a bit of severity. Um, yeah, she looks like she, you would not want to mess with her. And uh, yeah, she she looks like she's she's not here to make friends. So um, based on a totally superficial uh, browsing of the contestants, I'm going to say Courtney, the cosmetologist from Florida, is our other uh, candidate for for the season's villain besides dear Avonlea. I, uh, I'm just seeing a lot of 90s styling in general with this cast. Is that just me? Yeah, I'm seeing some some mom jeans here and there, some uh, some crop tops, definitely some um, high contrast, chunky highlights. You know, I mean, everything comes back around. So maybe we're, uh, we're they're all going to be styled like Christina Aguilera in her genie in a bottle days um, in this season. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I just don't get it, man. Seriously, most of them look like right out of high school. It's kind of creepy. Like currently right out of high school, like class of 2020 yeah yes yes sorry make that clear they look like they are currently coming right out of high school recent high school graduates yes but are also wearing what i wore in high school yes but you know oh the places you'll go congrats grad (laughs) cue the vitamin c song as we go on to whatever whatever we'll still be (laughs) Friends forever. So anyway, so okay, so that's who we think will be the villain. Do we want to guess who might be the winner? Yeah, so I'm gonna guess with um Peter and his wholesome family chant in German or whatever happened at his hometown visit that he's looking for a wifey type, and um, I'm gonna guess that he's gonna go with a blonde because he made it so far in Hannah's season, and so many of these women are blonde, and it just it, it just fits so. I'm going to find a wifey blonde. Um, Kelsey is 28. That is age appropriate, and I would love that for him, but I think he's going to skew younger. She is very cute, though. I will say Lexi from New York looks professional and normal, and I appreciate that, which means she probably won't last. She'll probably go home on the first night. I'm thinking McKenna, the uh, the resident Canadian, not Avonlea, despite her uh, British Columbia name. Um, I'm thinking McKenna is going to go far. Um, she has a real kind of innocent girl next door look and i think that peter is going to be all about it peyton looks a little promising too Uh, both of these girls are really really young so we'll see also sweet little sarah from knoxville you know rep in tennessee for us um she also has a very very promising sweet girl next door look that i think peter will respond to of course this is all just you know gut reactions based solely on the the glamour shot so we'll see what actually happens okay well honestly i have no expectations i'm just gonna go along for the ride on monday and, and just kind of see what happens well just sit back and relax and enjoy the flight so i hope you guys are excited for this season um just uh a little bit of housekeeping as usual we will have our bingo cards out and ready to go you can download them um, at the show notes we'll also have a link to them on instagram at cheers to that podcast please follow us and like anything we post we like you and that's really all we got um we wanted to leave you with a little parting gift as we prepare for next week uh we got bloopers 
That was a very good Chris Harrison impersonation. <laughs> I I, uh, I saved a little blooper reel from uh, last season, so we're gonna go on. We're gonna go out with that. I hope you enjoy it, and uh, we'll be watching along with you on Monday. Expect an episode from us the following day. Uh, until then, cheers. Cheers. Misuse English. Misuse or misuse of. That's right. Sorry. Which misuse one is English. It? Misuse. Okay. Here you go. Okay. <clears throat> misuse English. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right>. there a question? <laughs> misuse. Okay. You're misusing English. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are back in school. I don't have kids. Well, I don't have school age kids. Well, let me just try that again. <laughs> Testing one two one two. Hey buddy, that cat is on the freezer. She's <laughs> licking her back. I wish I can lick my own back. It would be delicious. And equally as furry. <laughs> uh, mentions stagecoach. Uh, the first Say time that again, you were like <laughs> <laughs> misuse the English and mentions Instagram at nope. the si- misuse. Oh, misuse. Did it again. Misuse. <laughs> you can do it, buddy. Right. I can. Okay. Misuse English and English. <laughs> ang- okay, let me look. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Just, you can get it right. Okay. Misuse English. Okay. <laughs> and don't answer that, man. Anything you. Hold on. It's tort. <clears throat> Mainstream, almost monocultural, almost monoral. Wow. <laughs>